welcome back everyone this is the geek and chic podcast with your host monroe the geek and Shanice the chic which is pretty unique you know what i mean you know you know what i'm saying you know you know you know what i mean you know you know what i'm saying why am i extra why am i extra it's that funny you know what i'm saying oh yeah yep so what's been going on geek no geek life you know what i mean Life? Yeah. Just yeah. life. How was your day today? It was good. We made some some salmon. Mm-hmm. Um pan seared salmon. It came out quite exquisite. <laughs> if I do say so myself. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. What about you? Oh. oh, wasn't today your No, it was your second day. Today was my second day of work. Yeah, we talked about the new jerk. It's going good so far. It's a good day. Yeah. Just taking it one day at a time. Yeah. Trying to take it as much as I can. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can see how it could be a challenge, you know, working within that setting, yeah. prison setting. Yeah, yeah. But it also has its rewards. So, yeah, just like I said, gonna take it one day at a time and go from there. Yeah. Yeah. Work on some criminals. Yep, but you know what? Legal, legal, and illegal. <laughs> yep, but they're no different to us. Yeah. The only difference is they got caught. Oh yeah, is that what it is? <laughs> is that what it is? I mean, hey. All right. I'm Don't sure say that, that around the FBI. I'm sure, I'm sure there's things that we've done before. You know? I didn't do nothing. I'm, you didn't do nothing. I'm a child of the Lord. <laughs> whatever. All I'm doing is treat him. Right, <laughs> to glorify whatever. his name. Whatever. Um, <laughs> so, what are we talking yeah. about today? So, today we're going to be. Pretty much talking about ourselves. Real intro. Yeah. How we came to be. Yeah. Yeah. From square one. Yeah. Well, as I came out of the womb. Oh gosh. The Lord's light shined upon the hospital upon which I was. What? Why are you rolling your eyes for? Her? Why are you rolling your eyes? Wow. <laughs> that is the point. Thank you. <laughs> But you, oh, tell them where you were born. What? Tell them where you were born. Oh, well, you didn't tell them your name. My name's Maru. Okay. But you just said that. Name. All right. Well, you did say that. Go ahead. Before we move forward, did your mom ever tell you what? how she ended up naming you Monroe? Because of my father. Oh, okay. <laughs> Every time I hear the name Monroe, I think about that muffler place. Why? <laughs> Why don't you think about the president of the United States? Because he's an all-American man. Nah, but um, my name is Shanice. What does that mean? I don't think it has a meaning. No? No. Really? No. That's interesting. I don't know my name. You ever looked up your name? No. Everybody should do that. Google your name, Mimi. If you don't know, <laughs> now you know. <laughs> you actually gonna look up your name? I guess so. 
Who's, why'd your parents name you Shanice? So my mom told me that, well, my mom is a special ed teacher, so she's in education. And she said that when she was doing her internship at a school, mm-hmm. she had a student whose name was Shanice. And she said she just always liked that name. Hmm. So she kind of took it. So like if everyone knows, you know, Shanice from back in the days, so most people when they hear my name they um they automatically spell it s-h-a-n-i-c-e yeah so my mom she took it and she kind of changed it. it yeah so it's s-h-e-n-e-e-s-e okay so that's how she got the name right. yeah i was just named after my father okay. so i'm the Junior, I don't know if my grandfather was named that. Let's go figure that out. But mm-hmm. from what it says, from Google search, mm-hmm. it says from the Red Marsh. Red Marsh. Yeah, that's my name. Okay. That sounds dangerous. <laughs> yeah, a bloody marsh. <laughs> what do you think about having a name that has meaning to it? I mean, I don't think it changes anybody. It doesn't make anyone different. You know, your name is important. You know, it identifies who you are. I mean, of course, like if, if it's from like your culture, it definitely has a significance. But all in all, I don't think. Unless your parents think you some weird and weird. That's name. what I'm thinking. You know, that's, that's, like that's Mercedes. What it, that's actually, I mean, I mean, like, sure, no, it's not too bad. Yeah, I'm not putting anyone out there if no. you have the name Mercedes. No, I'm forget not all Mercedes. No. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you have some names out there. It's just like, right? Okay. Like, what are your parents thinking? What were they on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So yeah, so that's the names. That's our names. Mm-hmm. We both yeah. um, we're both from Connecticut. We both grew up in Connecticut, but mm-hmm. oh yeah, you didn't tell them. You didn't, where were where were you born? Oh gosh. Say so, it. See it. So I well, I guess that would be our next talk. You know where we're from and all of that. You're avoiding the question. You're avoiding the question. <laughs> I said see. Alright, so I was born in a small town in oh, Monroe, woo! Louisiana. What are the odds? What are the odds? It's called. It's, it's not spelled. I mean, the only difference is you have the name. Yeah, my name is different. So yeah. it's not M O, it's M U, which I get yeah. very often. often. We've always put M O N R O E. But it's M U N R O E, which I actually like better than Yeah. M O M are whack. <laughs> yeah, all M O M's in the real one. M U N is what it's about. <laughs> yep, so. Yeah, Monroe, Louisiana. What are the odds? What are the odds? It's destiny. Oh, gosh. <laughs> the Lord sent the blessing upon <laughs> So, where were you born? What um, town were you born? And be honest. I was born in Manchester. No, you were not born in Manchester, Connecticut. 
Oh my god. What is so hard about saying you were born in Hartford, Connecticut? What's Hartford? The capital of Connecticut. I don't even know what Hartford what is Hartford. <laughs> no, I'm just yeah, I'm from St. Francis Hospital. <laughs> <laughs> but you want to hear something that's funny, though? What? So, in Monroe, Louisiana, there's a St. Francis Hospital, too. You can see that. Yeah. St. Francis. Yeah. Well, there was. I don't know if they changed it. Mm. Yeah, not this common, common name. Yeah. Yeah. How was it growing up in Connecticut for you? Hmm. So I think one of my fondest memories growing up in Connecticut is mm-hmm. the seasons. So you know, we definitely Same. see the season changes up here. Love it. <laughs> um, winter, snow. I remember like back in, it had to have been back in like 96, 97. Mm. We had like one of the worst snowstorms ever. I mean, literally, you open the front door of your house and the snow was like at least, it had to be like five inches or so. And I remember um, off of my parents' bedroom, mm-hmm. the roof, you know, it's, it's like a little roof kind of take you down to our backyard. Mm-hmm. And we like climbed out the window onto the roof and we jumped in the snow. That's really? how high the snow was. That's dope. Yeah. That's so pretty. <laughs> I mean, of course, winter is very cold up here. Mm-hmm. Something I don't, I don't like. Yeah. Because I'm more of a summer person. But whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but definitely in Connecticut, when it snows, just being home, you know, and you have a fireplace or something. You know, just being inside, it could, you know, you just... You have some chestnuts roasting in the fire. (laughs) But sometimes, you know, you just watch the snow and it's like just so beautiful, you know? Yeah. Definitely um, one of my greatest memories. Another greatest memory I have, you know, being living in Connecticut is being so close to New York City. Mm. So I spent a lot of my childhood, you know... In New York. Yeah, in Brooklyn, New York. Okay. Yeah, Brooklyn's like what? About two hours without traffic from there. It's gentrified now. Gentrified. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I spent a lot of my weekends, spring breaks in Brooklyn, hanging out with my aunts and yeah. cousins. So. Yeah. Always something to look forward to. Yeah, family's always cool. Yeah, same for me. Like, definitely, I'm more of a fall winter person. Mm-hmm. I know it's like a weird thing to say, but I have natural body, high body heat, so <laughs> I I burn up easily in the summer, spring. So fall, winter is my season. Mm-hmm. And um, definitely like the snow. You know, I remember having a lot of snowball fights. Um, but I don't know. I think I don't know if it's a it's a regional thing, but I think it's like I think it came with the times. Well, I think back then, like Christmas time was like definitely a bigger deal. Mm. You know, it's like you know they had like Christmas parties, and, you know, family coming over, everybody bringing out presents, and like and Thanksgiving, Christmas. No. Well, I think Thanksgiving is still relevant, but I think. 
not, I still don't think it's as, I don't know how to put it, but like, homey, like this, you know, it's almost like, almost like a family reunion type ordeal, where you see all your cousins and your uncles and so on, and aunties, and um, yeah, I think it was, it was more joyful I think Christmas now has been definitely been more commercialized and you know Black Friday's been pretty much the the height of the holiday season but mm-hmm. you know I kind of wish we'd go back to those like family times where you know your cousins come over and you have your like video games and they're playing and you're getting into those little family arguments or squabbles or whatever. Yeah, that was some fun times in, back in the day in Connecticut. But do you think, you know, I always hear this, especially, um, you know, as we're on the topic of talking about a little, telling the listeners out there a little bit about ourselves, mm-hmm. um, both me and Bunner were both West Indian background. Mm-hmm. So, you know, my family is from Trinidad. My family's from Jamaica. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <Lutherers>. <laughs> And I think Christmas is definitely one of those holidays, especially in the West Indian community. It's like, just like you look forward to it all year. And I remember when I was, you know, younger and I would go to Trinidad for Christmas. And Mm. you you literally felt it in the air. Mm -hmm. Like you felt people baking ham and all the Christmas lights. You know, even, um, yeah, the feeling, and there was another big, um, another cultural thing that came with Christmas in Trinidad, they call it Karani. Mm-hmm. So it's where people go from neighbor's house to neighbor's house, playing different types of instruments, mm-hmm. kind of like Spanish, like that, kind of just that feel, mm-hmm. just like yeah, yeah. Christmas, you know, mm-hmm. so it's like, having had that experience as a child going to Trinidad and you're seeing that and you're feeling that Christmas feeling and then you come back to the States, it's like, it's kind of like, and as time went on, it's like blah, you know? And then being in the medical field, you have to work holidays. I've worked Christmases many times. So it don't feel like Christmas. It doesn't. You know? Yeah, no, I feel the same way. It's funny because it's like, I remember in my house, we would like, there was like American Christmas music, <laughs> and then there was Jamaican music. <laughs> like you can't, I can't, they can't, I can't get them off the top of my head right now. But it's like it's weird because once Christmas comes, they all come back in my head. It's like oh, it's Christmas time. Switch it on. <laughs> but it's like there's yeah. some. It's definitely I understand that culturally difference yeah. with Christmas. It's just, yeah, it does have that different feeling in the air mm-hmm. the environment's different have you ever been to jamaica oh yeah for oh for christmas i don't think so not for christmas i don't think for christmas i have mostly i spent most of my christmases in the u.s so but a lot of my fa- family you know came from jamaica so so um you know you definitely I feel like you still, they kind of brought that environment that 
environment from Jamaica. They brought it to the U.S. Custom. And then, yeah, that little world. Yeah. That's yeah. And, and with our when we got together, so yeah. it's pretty. I liked it. Yeah, it's been some years since I had like my whole family together. Mm. I think my grandmother was still alive. This was like about five years, six years ago. Mm. It could have been longer, but yeah, yeah. I think that that like just having all your family around for Christmas mm-hmm. is like the best. Like all the food, mm-hmm. the drinks, laughter. Mm-hmm. It's yep. just so amazing. Yep. You know? Yep. Yeah. Well, I think we kind of jumped into that next topic. Yeah. Well, not topic, the next point about yeah. we're going to talk about cultural identity. Mm-hmm. So, you know, having that West Indian background. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of hard work ethic, you could say. <laughs> <laughs> you expected to have three jabs. No, oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah? yeah. <laughs> you can't have one. You have to have more than one. <laughs> no. I think the biggest thing growing up in a West Indian family or with parents that are West Indian is education. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Education is like the big Hardcore, thing. strict. Yeah, it's like you're going to school, you're going to college. Mm-hmm. No questions asked. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It's the, the norm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's not a bad thing, though. No, it's not. But I think one of the things I... You know, I mean, you have talked about this many times. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with going to school and getting your education, mm-hmm. but I wish that more of that topic of having your own business was pushed a little bit more. And as you can see with COVID right now, mm-hmm. you know, people who have had I mean, there are some people who had their own business and mm-hmm. things weren't the best, mm-hmm. but, you know, it's definitely not a bad idea, you know, to be able to have your own, be able to work for your own. Yeah, that, definitely at some point, um, but you need a starting ground definitely to to stand on. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's where, you know, the college part comes, like not, you know, college is definitely good. Um, you need a starting point somewhere, because so, you it takes a lot of money. You know, talk a lot of time to start a business. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't just wake up one day and be like, you know, I want to start a business. Mm-hmm. and it goes off the ground. It takes a lot of a lot of patience, a lot of you know, a lot of definitely a lot of work. Yeah. You're willing to sacrifice a lot of time. Yeah, definitely. Um, the relationships, maybe too. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. So it's a good journey. Definitely, it'll, you know, it, it pays off in the end. But you have to take a lot, a lot of hits. You know, mentally, financially, emotionally. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to withstand it until. You know, you can reap the benefits. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, like I said, like, you know. But yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Yeah, I, instead of 
Yeah, it's yeah. I feel. I mean, I could speak from my experience. You know, I you know, I grew up in a home where mm-hmm. you know we it was just school. Like mm-hmm. you know, my parents always you know as soon as you're done with high school, another you're one. College, you know, <laughs> and it's kind of like after I finished school, I just kind of look back and I was like, man, I don't really have much, you know, hobbies, like, outside of oh, just working, I got you. you know what I'm saying? So, I got you. I just always kind of wish that it Those wasn't just always about school. education, education, it was more a trade, or something, know, yeah, where I can make money on the side, not yeah. only having to work for someone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, I was, I think my, for me, my mother was kind of a little bit more, I would say head more lenient with education she definitely you know push for education but she also put me in a lot of activities outside of school just because you know the neighborhood that we were around wasn't great you know definitely a lot of you know violence um i don't know for sure but possibly drug activity but you know i didn't know about it because she always put me in she you know i was you know i had I did a lot of stuff that, you know, acting, you know, type on go. Um, I did, I worked um, at a program after school at um, IBM, um, working with computers and so on. Um, you know, there was business courses that I took um, when I was in high school. You know, we got together as a group with um, kids in my own class. Mm-hmm my own class and we pretty much worked together to create a like a idea of a business like a small business that we can present either a service or product and we would sell it at this expo at the end of the program you know we come up with our idea you know we do our brainstorming um the first one we did was um t-shirts custom t-shirts we made custom t-shirts um, we found like a printing press, you know, bought some tea. We went to New York. Nice. Um, and we got some, you know, we bought a bunch of t shirts wholesale for a good price. Um, and we, at the end of the, at the Esco, we pretty much made custom shirts for people and we sold out. And like, we actually won it, won that, because it was like a competition to see who would do the best. And we got to keep the money we made. So, and split it, you know evenly between each other so we made a good a good profit we won the competition so you know i definitely you know appreciate my mother for putting me in those programs because you know it kind of gave you you know a variety of things to that you want to it's kind of like just exploring you know what options out there that you like to do what i feel like all kids should you know be able to do that going to different avenues to see what it's like and see what you want because you know everybody goes to college and they're like i don't know what i want to do and it's like you you kind of you know you have to start somewhere you know so i'm glad she put me in those different programs yeah i've got to enjoy different arts and different hobbies I think that's the reason why I'm a little bit more, you know, business minded. I would, I would say. Yeah. 
you know, because I started at a young age. Yeah. Yeah, but I definitely, you know, I'm grateful for the experience to have been able to go to college. And with that said, you know, um, one of the things I'm very proud about is being able to go to a historical black college. Mm. So for, you know, the listeners out there, I went, my undergraduate was Grambling State in Louisiana. So I had the opportunity to attend school there. And it's funny, um, <laughs> I always tell people I felt like my parents dropped me off and left me there. Oh. <laughs> You're fend for yourself. <laughs> You're free now. <laughs> I like left from north, up north to dirty down, south. Down, didn't know nobody, had no nope. friends, just out oh. there, just living my life by myself. But the bird, you have to fly. I know. Ooh. But when I look back now, it was one of the best experiences I've ever had Ooh. at an HBCU. Like I met a lot of people. I got the experience of Southern living to the mm. point where when I finished school, I didn't even want to come back up north. Mm. You know, so I would, I always hear that, but I don't know. I don't mm. see the. I don't know. I definitely see there's a difference, but I don't, I don't, for me, I don't see one better than the other. I think I like both, you know, sometimes I think up here, I don't think people are just mean. I think they're just more reserved. They're just more to themselves. You know, it's more peaceful up here. Um, you know, if, when you have been in neighborhoods, you know, you don't, well, certain neighborhoods, I won't say all neighborhoods, but you have more neighborhoods that are a little bit more quiet and, you know, peaceful and serene. And I think down south is more family. I would say, yeah, it's family. It is more, it's very much more family oriented. Right. And, and more, the culture, too. It's, right. it's just a different culture down there. Definitely. Especially, you know, as black people, it's just, just, you know, especially coming from Connecticut where it's predominantly white, mm-hmm. you know, and for someone like, us, where you know you go to a school where you you see, you know, just being at a school where you see predominantly your own people mm-hmm. in that culture. It's just that mm-hmm. food from the food to the people, meeting people from different states yeah. that came to the school. You know, it's just so many teachers. I think one of the biggest things that I loved was having professors who actually made, you know, made did their job and made sure that you passed mm. and if there was something that you were struggling with they were gonna make sure and work with you work on with that you know? awesome. so just wanting to see you succeed mm. and i think that was just you know on, on top of all the other activities that you know they the school had and just it was just amazing mm. amazing amazing experience mm. you know i would tell anybody yeah. if you can Definitely. That's how I HBC. Single movie. So. Yeah. Yep. So. Yeah, that's pretty much my experience. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I went to Eastern Connecticut State University. It was mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really. I was like, let me. I went there. You know, for college, you know, get magic my degree or whatever. But I think I I enjoyed doing the clubs more than I did with my work. 
most students are like that. Mm, I think most students are like partiers. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They um, want to do everything else. Yeah, everything else. The education piece. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of educational. <laughs> Extra curriculum. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was a cool school. I just went for like, you know, my family didn't have much, so and I went because I got a lot of scholarships. You know, I got um, it was cheaper. It was a, more a financial decision than mm-hmm. you know academic. I wanted to go to Worcester. Like, I think it's Worcester. WPI, Worcester Polytechnical Institute, for in um, Massachusetts. But, um, I think I did get in, but it was just so much. Even with all my scholarships, it was too much money mm-hmm. for us. So, you know, just for to not have a big financial burden on my family, I went to the Eastern. Mm-hmm. So, but I still enjoyed my time. Yeah, definitely. If you're going to college, don't don't put yourself in debt, please. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, don't do it. Yeah, if you trap. have to take a class at a time, or right, it's gonna take you eight years to finish school, right. whatever. Just but don't take out those. Loans. Don't do it. It's a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. No trap. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think that's it for today's episode. Tell us what you guys, how you guys, your experiences of growing up, if you're in Connecticut. Or another state. Or another state. Yeah. Very south. Yeah. Um, We hope that something that was said here. Encourages you. Encourages you. Yeah. All right. Have a wonderful day. Bye. (laughs) Peace.